Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your one-stop recap for superheroes. Yes. We are back with more superheroes. So many. many superheroes. An entire new team of superheroes that Whoop. do not meet in this episode. <laughs> what if what if we like didn't watch or talk about this and this became a Game of Thrones podcast? <laughs> I do like this plan. Because I mean none of these shows have dragons. I uh, mean Danny actually fought oh, a dragon. Boom. Yeah. Danny fought a dragon. I'm still mad that they didn't show us the dragon. All we got to see were fucking I eyes know, in the dark because cave. If they showed us the dragon, we would for real never believe Danny beat it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's why they didn't show us it, the dragon. It's, it's, it's actually like, a, it's a Komodo dragon. It's season <laughs> one. Uh, it's his pet. It's a gecko. No, it's season one. Uh, Drogon from Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> he's so little. And it's season two. Mother Drogon uh, shows up in the end oh, of season one. But also, eh. it's Drogon. Yeah. Dragon. What are you doing? No, I said Dragon. Remember, remember He's a when? Remember when yeah. Shelby couldn't pronounce Galadriel? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. to be fair, it's a weird name. It said in the it's movie like nineteen name. times. Tolkien was real weird. That guy literary jerked himself a bit too much. Wow. I mean, you're not wrong. How many? <laughs> how many paragraphs Man, do I need about stuff? walking through the trees? Oh, that, I know that latte stuff I put in this coffee. Not great. No, sad Aww. day. It's fine. It's better than nothing. That's no. That's not true. Straight black, just like my heart. <laughs> I thought you were headed towards Raising? your sexual preferences. Yeah, I was. Oh. I, yeah. I went Tomato, different. Potato. He went love. I went boning. It's different. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. All okay, right, so. Uh, <laughs> let's jump right into EMH. Oh, I love this show. Oh, already. good. I thought we were starting with that other show. Oh, no, no. We'll, we'll save that for e- last. M-H. I still hate this goddamn theme song. It's such it's an earworm. A total earworm, and it's a garbage song. <laughs> I, I paid very specific attention to it this time since y'all complained about it last it's time, awful. and it sounds just fine to me. I don't know. Oh my god! I apparently am the lowest common denominator for apparently <laughs> song we should stuff. Like, we should we should like link to it on Twitter so people I feel can listen like to this I feel like song. the first time Monica and I watched the show. Did we watch this together in person or was it over the internet? I don't know. I think probably it was over the internet. We we watched a lot of our first experiences. I I remember. I just I remember having to sit through this song every time and just wanting to claw my whole face off. If only there was some technology that would have let you. Well, now we mute it. it. (laughs) Yeah, we just ping. You could. Okay, that's that's one way to. No, because then you go too far and you have to go back, and then someone makes fun of someone. And if we mute it, then you get to spend some time on Twitter. Mm-hmm. My God! So or anyway, Hulk for your episode three. Hulk media status. Hulk like Instagram. Hulk. Bruce is apparently strongest there is. I hit my head. Back running around. This is chased. actually, I think, my favorite version of the Hulk and Bruce. I mean, Bruce can be in this one. He can be a little bit of a trial, um, but mm-hmm. like, I love this Hulk because mm-hmm. they're almost. And we, I think, maybe you were here because I remember Jessica Spencer doesn't like this version oh because it's it's almost like um two separate personalities yeah. like they have it's dissociative dissociative identity disorder that they are two people sharing one body and she doesn't she didn't like that she likes it more that like the hulk is a larger angrier version mm-hmm. of the same dude whereas in this the hulk is his own person with his own yeah. stuff and he and bruce like have to like take time and share yeah this is much more original comic book hulk versus new hulk where it's you know he can talk and yeah because you can you can you can look at it as the hulk is a manifestation of bruce's rage and so that can either be just a a part of you or it can in this metaphor you know you can make it an entirely different person yeah so it's it's definitely an interesting way to look at the whole problem yeah i like a science-y gray hulk where for a while bruce was just always the hulk but fully within Bruce control hmm. and just did science and wore like tiny little glasses as the Hulk. And it was completely ridiculous. What? Yeah. That's so cute. It, I want that in my eyeballs. Dude, like the nineties went off the rails for comics. I, <laughs> I love the Hulk and I love the Hulk one because of planet Hulk and your stupid cousin. Uh, oh man. Planet Hulk's face. so good. But he made me read, he made me read planet Hulk and I was like, Oh no, I love the Hulk. But then, um, this show, I don't know. He's like a little shit bird, but I love him so <laughs> much. And eventually he's going to make friends with Hawkeye and they're going to be so cute and broy. They'll be besties. F- oh, yeah. And F- we got to meet Hawkeye yeah. in this episode and Black Widow. Yeah. They both show up. Fucking General and, uh, Ross. Yeah. Ugh. Take command garbage away from General human. Ross, who is basically the worst. Oh, and- he's garbage. He's definitely, he's, he's, uh, 
So we should probably say that we we meet Bruce. He's in a diner. He's making friends with uh, Creel. Yeah, he's trying to like, I don't know, talk Creel over to the good side. And like, you're just sick. I'm here to cure you. And I'm like, I feel like you don't know. Like, read the room, bro. Yeah. (laughs) That guy likes being a monster who can like turn into metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy's real dumb, too. We'll get to that. But man, he's dumb. Yeah, because he starts going on about how he wants to fight the Hulk. And I'm like, who wants to fight the Hulk? Yeah, that's Idiots. never a good You will lose. Well, and then he got real dumb. And then <laughs> was like, hey, I've absorbed metal. I can go toe to toe with you. Oh, I'm going to show off and absorb this rock. And the Hulk's just like, okay, cool. I knocked your arms off. Yeah. And now Boom, just the solved. one arm. Yeah. Well, I thought he ended up. Oh, no. He ended he up was... getting caught in the blast and was just. That he was just ahead. Around. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's got to be traumatizing. So then I have to wonder, can you change into something else? Or, like, what if you turned into, like, a liquid and then you could just pick up Ooh, all your pieces pool, again? pool together. Like T2? Yes. That'd be pretty Or, sweet. like, Clayface. Like T1000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, Clayface is creepy. <laughs> Clayface is a real creep. But for some reason, I, I really enjoy All right, let's character. move away from that, please. Okay. Okay. Back to the Hulk, who is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Ross is trying to take the Hulk out. Uh, Natasha and Clint show up and are like, "Nah, we're in charge now. Ross is having none of it. Um, Ross straight up tried to kill Oh, them. I know. Like, he needs to, I'd, at the very least, be fired. Oh, and we get He's to garbage. see Ross takes uh, orders over his headset from a mysterious woman whose face we do not see. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who that is. I bet it's Enchantress. I mean, definitely could be. Or Loki as a lady. Yeah. He does that sometimes. He's a hot lady. He's he is a hot, a hot lady. Mm-hmm. He's a hot basically everything. Except in this particular instance when he just looks like a weirdo. Oh, yeah. I have a I have a hard time maintaining any sort of sexual attraction to this version of Loki. <laughs> just not trying hard enough. How oh, do man. you even like this show? That must be a real, like, it's, real it's a loss for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, looking like I'm a weirdo. So mad about the new trailer. <laughs> Damn it. Yes! I managed to make it this entire time without finding Loki fucking sexually attractive. He is not my type. Uh, but when he at does that all. knife flip and no, you're like, oh, no, dang. it's not. It's because of fucking Kong Skull Island. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Turned Tom Hiddleston into a sexual being for me like he never was before. And now he's dressed as Loki and I'm like, ew. And then like the hair ruffles and the knife flip and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm lost. This has awakened something in you. I'm not all right. My God. <laughs> but yes, this Loki is not attractive. Yeah. He's like he's like that weird, creepy kid in school that nobody liked because he just like stared at everybody all the time. <laughs> I feel like you might be referencing a specific person. What? I don't know what you're talking about. No. Nah. Please don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I commented to Monica, and I liked that Creel even brings it up, that when they start having their fight, Hulk immediately moves it to the middle of nowhere. Mm. And I love that. I love that we can, we have, uh, not only the show wants us to take the fight away from civilian damage and not just punch through buildings all the time, but also that we get to establish that Hulk cares about civilian lives. Oh, yeah. Well, and almost every time, like in any at least contemporary Hulk stuff, there's in-city damage. It's because someone's real dumb and is trying to fight the Hulk against his will in a populated place. Yeah. Yeah. But But I just, it's, it's tough because like after... After Avengers, you know, the Batman movies came out first and then a bunch of stuff happened and then Avengers happened and they're in the middle of New York City and they made sure that the team worked together to keep the bad guys in one place and evacuate the Uh civilians. And you don't really ever get to see that in big blockbuster movies like nobody cares about the city. I'm looking at you, man of fucking steel. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Poor Metropolis. It was so nice to see in Avengers, a big movie where like the team worked together to make sure people were safe. And so every time now when I'm watching something and the movie chooses to stay in a populated area versus the very easy choice of getting away, Mm -hmm. I like the movies that take the danger away from civilians because you're just like living your life. You don't really need to be a part of this. Yeah. And I get that the movies want the spectacle and and it's great for the trailer if you have a bunch of buildings falling down and shit like that but i have like reached my limit for that mm-hmm. man of steel ruined me well there's and I, so I think, much carnage well that in a like sky circle death portal things oh well yeah oh yeah but, that like, shows up in everything my pro- i guess my thing is like we've had we have a lot of violence just going on in the world and especially after like, 9/11. i'm gonna go 9 11 after 9 11 it's hard to watch buildings come down mm-hmm um, and so, like, it's just nice to see that, like, they care or certain movies, like, take that into consideration. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially when you have people on the team who can fly or teleport or can can logistically or like, yeah, move the Hulk. The Hulk. Who can literally move the fight 
yeah. just by jumping. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not going to fight in this diner. So I liked that. I liked that. Yeah, we that es- was nice. It was, it's a good way to establish that the Hulk is not a monster. Right. Yeah. That it's not just Bruce who cares about people. That the mm-hmm. Hulk himself, even though he acts like he doesn't, doesn't want to hurt anybody really. He'll fight you if you pick a fight or if you make him angry. But he's not here to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He likes he likes the fight. You know? Yeah. It's not that he doesn't like the fight. He does. He, I mean, he's he, a rage monster. He likes yeah. the fight. But he doesn't, he doesn't want to hurt people. Well, he and wants I, to hurt that guy. But I mean, he. I mean, that guy started it. Innocent yeah. bystanders is not his jam. Mm-mm. You got to you got to have a rule. You know, I hurt the bad guys, yeah. but not the good guys. Well, and I like that. That's what this episode was about. It's about how Bruce is Bruce, and he's a scientist. But this version of the Hulk gives a shit about people dying. Yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, because yeah, then then we get to see him save that Shield agent. The rookie with the freckles, <laughs> <laughs> whose plane that, almost crashed. Does yeah. that end up being uh, Sharon Carter? You know, I thought about it, but I don't think so. Okay, she's yeah, just some blonde rookie. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, but yeah, and so and we get to see Hawkeye witness that, and yeah. so then he gets to chew on that for a little oh, while yeah. about what that means. It about floats the around Hulk. inside of his brain of like, yeah. what does this mean? Because oh, this is Hawkeye in full we costume, told. by the way. Oh, oh my god, my god. Like, the big pointy. So like I like thinking about um, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye seeing that Hawkeye in action uh-huh. and like Matt Fraction's Hawkeye going, oh, bro. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> I love it. He's like, I can't believe I ever wore that outfit. I love it so With much. like the mini skirt. <laughs> it's perfect. And the purple ruffles. It's perfect. I so love everything great. about it. You know, there there was a version of that outfit um, where it had like the deep V. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was amazing. <laughs> Beatrice and, you- and I decided, by the way, Kenneth, that the new fall fashion is men in low-slung jeans, like low-rise jeans mm-hmm. and crop tops. So get on that. I, I have too many shirts already. Let's make them all crop tops. Make them all crop tops. Oh, they're all nice Zelda and Star Wars shirts. We'll just cut right underneath the Oh, graphic. okay. That works Under then. the graphic. Yeah, we cool. won't cut the graphic. We're not <laughs> monsters. <gasps> you know what we should do? You cut around the graphic and then cut it like it's a crop. Like you cut it the crop, but then you like go around the graphic. I think like this is right. gonna look real weird. No, no let's, let's just move on. Okay, um, so Black Widow has the worst password security in the history of IT. Red Room. Are you kidding me? It's so freaking dumb. I'm... Also, I do not believe for one second that's her actual password. Oh, yeah. I feel like no. that's her password for the stuff that she wants people to find. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's lazy writing. Well, because like, like you're gonna you're gonna have your password be the or, worst thing from your entire life, or it's good writing and she's like it's a long con. Maybe you don't know. I don't, but as of now, it looks like real lazy writing. Yeah, you're not. That annoys me. Yeah. Well, Clint, so hilarious, trying his trying his best to guess what her password <laughs> yeah. might be. What because, was his name? His, <laughs> Clint. No. No. What, his password is trick shot. Dumbass. Oh, God, God they're too. all ter- <laughs> Tony Stark would be so disappointed yeah. in all of these people. It should be 27 characters. There needs to be like 19 like, funny characters. Yeah. No repeats. <laughs> Uh, Cap, and then Captain America. We get Captain America. Woo. Did well, you see? Okay, let's summarize, and then we'll dive in. We have to focus. So it's a World War Two flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Cap um, and the Howling Commandos, and like I assume one of the final pushes against Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bucky. Yeah, tiny Bucky. It's so weird. I will throw something at you. It's so weird seeing a Bucky who's a teenager. I know he looks like such a. Anyway. Well, the, the interesting part about this is that we get to see. Kang the Conqueror basically watching the History Channel, mm-hmm. yeah, and being Kang like the hmm. cockblocker, as we call him. Is that something he does? That's a future reference. It's it. Oh, okay. It's we'll get there. It, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, so he is. He's go- like going he's through like, files, like yeah, Earth history files, watching Captain America like a creepy stalker. Yeah, so that's weird. and they're like hitting um, a Hydra base, like the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it turns Von out Strucker. Red Skull is uh, working to import. Monsters from, Wait, from Asgard, Asgard, basically. But you just had a good point in, hey, Red Skull, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You start importing Asgardians and their monsters like they're going to fucking work for you. Yeah, you Come bring on. you bring the, As- the Asgardians over here and they're going to kick your ass. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of assume he was at a like end of his rope type thing of, hey, we're losing the war. Let's just start throwing spaghetti against the wall, see what works. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we have Steve running around with his team of Helen Commandos, which includes Wolverine. Yeah. Did you see Wolverine? Oh, come on. <laughs> they weren't and super subtle about Papa it. Papa Fury. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
And, and a 16-year-old Bucky Barnes with a I machine gun. I don't like it. I love it. A 16-year-old Bucky Barnes who kills people. I do oh, like yeah. that no, part. He, he straight up killed that guy. He dropped that bridge on him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Bucky just killed a dude. No, no he doesn't have time. For, dude, it's war. He doesn't have time for their shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I just wish people who like didn't really understand Captain America saw stuff like this. Because he was in a fucking war. That man knows how to kill people. Oh, he does. But I think contemporarily he still tries to avoid it whenever possible yeah but there's a difference much between like wonder woman he's willing to like pull that trigger stuff sure 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 yeah no, I, I feel like a good a good superhero is is one who isn't i will never kill but i will only kill as the last resort yeah, i try to avoid it whenever possible yeah. yeah um so yeah so then they they rush this hydra base there's a bunch of weird creatures She's roaming like, around and that poor wolf I kept wolf. thinking about Wolf from Young Justice. I was like, oh, can we rescue oh, that I wolf? Oh, I know, right? And then he can can we bring him friend? Ah! Dude, I like all the silhouette shots they did in this. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Yeah, the art was really yeah. fun in this episode because it's different enough to make it like, oh, this is a different time. Yeah, stand out as a flashbacky type mm-hmm. thing. It felt like a direct reference to either Gold Age or Silver Age. I can never remember which one they mean. but like I think Gold. Uh, like, uh, you know, but old school Captain mm-hmm. America comics. It was good. The writing too was very nineteen. Like what? What modern people think the forties were like? Yeah. R- like writing, the dialogue, and talking, and dialogue. Oh my god, those fucking nerds. Um, and it turns out Kang is in some kind of attack, mm-hmm. and he's blaming Cap, which is weird because you know he's yeah. Dead. I, I assume it'll sort get of tied together at some point, but some sort of temporal anomaly. Yeah. And his lady, his lady got attacked. Yeah. She's like, I'm flickering. telling you, I think that's the same lady who does um, Cheshire on Young Justice and mm. China White on Arrow. Nice. I think it's the same girl. Dude, well, there aren't that many voice actors. I like, think you it's just have to be crazy. really good to be a voice actor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or be H. John Benjamin and just don't voice oh act my God. at all. He's doing commercials now for fantasy football, and oh. I have never wanted to be deeply involved in fantasy football as <laughs> before, as when H. John Benjamin does it, because now I love his voice. Oh, his voice is great. Uh, <sighs> oh, so we get to see the more comic book version of how Steve ends up in the water and Bucky ends up, quote-unquote, dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trapped on this missile, and oh, Steve falls Bucky. off. Well, Bucky kicks, kicks him. him off. Bucky, yeah. Bucky, 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 like... Kicks him off of the missile like a little shipbird. Mm-hmm. No, Rude. I mean, that was... Because he loves Steve. Look, he that did the right choice. thing because the world needs Captain America more than it needs Bucky Barnes, I guess. But also, no, like, they're supposed to be partners. Debatable! Yeah, yeah. debatable, number one. No. And they're supposed to be partners. You make these decisions together. But also, I'm no, not entirely no. sure Bucky could have survived the fall. Yeah, it, Bucky probably knew he would die from that anyway, well, so yeah. why not? And you know, he knows Cap wouldn't leave him, yeah. so fuck it. Sometimes... You no, have I'm the person, you. yeah, like well, it's, kick it's, him off the rocket. It's, yeah, it's definitely kick when, him off the rocket. When, when you've got two people, you've got two people in a life or death situation who love each other. You know, they would both sacrifice their lives for the other person. Yeah, you so somebody's got to gotta pull the trigger first. Somebody yeah, has to yeah, do it you first. have to jump on that quickly. <laughs> and yeah, since in this version of reality, he hadn't already been like injected with something, he would have just died in the fall, presumably. Mm-hmm. No, he he. I think would well now he just survives an explosion in the middle of it instead yes because I, I assume he'll show back up at some point what no you know I nothing, know. so weird he's definitely dead uh-huh totes yeah definitely 100%. we're not watching a comic book thousand percent dead yeah. kid is dead and then cat got frozen and yeah. king had to run very sad yeah, and like so we don't we don't know in a coma yeah he looks like such a weirdo like every time he shows up <laughs> he looks so dumb he's all I love purple it. Yeah. Oh, that big head helmet thing. I know, like, bro. Like, if this is future fashion, count me out. Yeah. That is so much headgear. I, I assume know, he just has he... like music pumping through it all the time. He's got his little like He's just jamming, dropping yeah. that bass. <laughs> He's a big fan of Megan Trainer. <laughs> I was going for dubstep, but also that yeah, tomato it's potato. It's like Megan Trainer, Skrillex, and like Flow Rider. <laughs> all about that bass. Okay, so uh, let's jump over to Preacher. Yes. Preacher. This show. Show's real weird. Bananas. And we say this every week, but it is banana pants. Like, Mm -hmm. falls out crazy. First off, I love that Dennis is using a gateway laptop. That was the computer that he had there. They haven't made those since 2007. Like, the company (laughs) folded. That's an old-ass laptop. I I wonder where... Did they, like, just find that at a used laptop store? Probably. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they they walked on down to their used laptop store and picked up one used laptop, please. No, it's in the props department in case you have to have a film from 2007. Mm, okay. I like used laptop store. 
<laughs> I'd like you to pronounce you. I, I don't think I can. Five Five laptops really are us. Go, go, go really fast. No, no, it's just going to be embarrassing for everyone, but mostly me. Um, Pretty much only you. So the three of them are real bad at communicating. Yes. It's unfortunate. Jesse's a dickbag. Jesse, Cassidy's not much Jesse better. Jesse couldn't remember Dennis's name. He's like, who's Dennis? Oh, just, you know, that guy we've yeah, been that, living with yeah, for several weeks. Also my a... son. Yeah. I like that Cass is getting tired of his shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that too when he started without God. And he's like, bang, bang, bang Oh, bang, yeah, that bang. was That great. was amazing. Fuck Cass your God nonsense. Oh. Okay, summary. And then I want to talk about the opening. Um, So the church people are creeping on him still. They they try to go to Hairstar, who's just like I don't have time for this crap. Just kill them all. Uh, they send in a tactical squad. I know. I love that this like this like these church people who are guarding the child of Jesus have like a wet work team. Oh, I know. They oh, have yeah. fucking SWAT who roll around in full white outfits in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Stupid. I do like that they at least recognize that um, Jesse had the power to command people with his voice. Yeah. So they they went and prepared for that. Yes, yeah, I thought that was very smart. And that was a real cool scene in general. Just very uh, first person with no sound almost. But that was, was really crazy. cool. I liked the the road to how every time they switched cameras, you got that the POV person's name at the top. Mm-hmm. Thought that was really cool. Um and yeah, and how it's just silent and full dark and then Cassidy just leaps out and starts ripping dudes yeah. apart. That was intense. And then they try to save one and uh Dennis got hungry. Oh, God damn. Well, somebody shot him. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I'd be pissed too. And especially if he's a newly turned vampire, he's probably. I mean, for a newly turned vampire, he's doing pretty good. I thought he was doing all right. Yeah. I mean, I think the only reason he attacked is because he got shot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but we're I'm mad at Jesse for again using the word on Tulip. Oh, I know. She has already said, "Don't do that shit." Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. He didn't really even apologize either. He just went, "You need to sleep," but I'm like, "Motherfucker, I will decide when I sleep. Mm -hmm. You are not the boss of me." Because, yeah, a lot of times people in that kind of emotional situation, they're going to run until they drop. and ev- But eventually they'll they're drop. They're going to drop. Yeah. The human person can only go so long without sleep. He should have just let her burn it out. Mm-hmm. She probably should stop going to the getting shot. Why? Though. I don't know. Like, that can't be good for your body. I, Why? I, mm, it's because seems- you're getting shot. Like, Well, okay, she's getting bruised and stuff. Mm. If it's helping her, if it's making her feel better, if I she's guess, working through shit. Maybe go talk to someone instead. That she's that might work tulip. better. She's not going to do I'm, that. I'm kind of concerned because, you know, what if they miss? And what if they shoot her in the armpit? I mean, you know? she knows what she signed up for. She's not yeah. afraid of that. She's Plus, not, I don't think she's afraid of death. I think she's afraid of the way in which she dies. Oh, sure. But also, and like, I get that. vests are rated for taking a couple rounds and you want to swap them out. I really doubt they're swapping vests like every four hits or something. I, I, think I, am, I am only concerned. If I was her friend, I would try to talk her out of going. Obviously, you can't make somebody make a better choice. And if that's what she feels like yeah, is helping you her. Yeah, you take her to like a boxing camp or something. Yeah. You know, if I was if I was Jesse, I would have been like, let's go up to the roof and spar. Mm-hmm. Or and we'll, let's go pick a fucking bar fight. Like, yeah. Let's go kick some redneck asses. Yeah. And just... Work it all out, and then you collapse. Because I, I am just, I'm concerned about her getting shot. I am concerned about the fact that those dudes maybe can't shoot right. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the bulletproof vest. I mean, be dangerous, like jump off a cliff or something. But like, damn, I don't yeah. know. And uh, so yeah, tactical squad goes wrong. Uh, Jesse takes over a bunch of cops. They all work for him now. That's kind of weird. I like that this episode was basically Jesse is becoming unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to just jump ahead to the end for half a second but when we get past the one week later and he's still sitting at the window and he's grown like a week's worth of beard and his eyes have gone extra crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Jesse yeah yeah it's gonna be a problem so he, he gets all of these cops working for him they've got six dudes just all around the building did they ever get breaks did they just spend a week there like, I was concerned slept? about that yeah. like, did they did they swap did they out rotations like, I hope what so. are they doing because you, you couldn't just have them standing in the same spot for a full week. Well, I mean, yeah, they would they would they're, pass out. And they're, if he's trying to say even somewhat low-key, like his, their families are going to miss them and be like, hey, where where have you been for the last week? <laughs> so yeah, hopefully he had them on some sort of rotation. Um, and then it turns out uh, church people uh, are Killed going to... Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, instead. Yeah, <laughs> because they're going to call in Brad. And uh, I definitely thought Brad was the really big dude with the mask. Turns out that was just a drunk. Uh, Brad is... A drunk guy in an Obama mask. Yeah, that was weird. Sounds settling. Um, <laughs> Brad is a uh, missile, and they're just going to blow up the building. 
Woo. Which, like, I'd like to talk about the ethics of this church group. Like, it's Jesus not great. would not approve of any of this. No, like, there's, last... a, there's so much going on, and he would not be happy. I mean, they poisoned the well of that whole town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, they just. Oh, yeah, no, they don't give a fuck. Indiscriminate. Yeah. If Jesus was here, he would say he no. He would not. He would mm-hmm. not be down. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, mm, I feel like maybe you're not with Jesus and you're hiding him. And you're against. What if they're secretly working for the devil? Oh, that'd be interesting. Hmm. You know, like they don't know it, but that's what they're doing. I just assumed over 2,000 years of hiding his lineage, like they've just lost their slowly, minds. yeah, gone off the rocker. Except that it's not the same people. Do you know what I mean? Like they'd have to hire the devout. So how do you convince a devout person? Well, because they're the ones doing the hiring, so they can hire someone who's devout plus also real bonkers. Well, and I think if you if you start I mean, if you start generation bad. one with somebody who 100 percent believes in the mission and is good and pure, but as time goes on, they hire people who are slightly less, and it just goes on and on down the line. I guess. Yeah. And over true. you know 2,000 years, we get these assholes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hairstar is not religious. No, I don't care what he says. He doesn't believe in God. Um, Though I think my my idea was that I think he might want God's job. Ooh, interesting. Order and like controlling things. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, could see that. But now he's having a sit down with Jesse, and we don't know why. Well, they're gonna go find God together. I think so. Hairstar can kill him, so he can uh... be God. Mm-hmm. But Hairstar's not gonna tell anybody that. Well, yeah, no. yeah. You don't want to <laughs> really be like, I work hand. for this organization, and we love God too. Definitely, we love God, God and I have no well, ulterior yeah. motives. <laughs> God's the best, so like, I want to go say hi. Um, that girl, not Hoover, the other one. She like she's messed up in her headspace. Oh yeah. Or she's extremely competent and efficient. Like I can't decide. It, why not well, both? She she seems to. Yeah. She doesn't seem to take any joy in the bad things that she does. Mm-hmm. But she's no, she just does them. She's just they need brutally to be efficient. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I can't tell if she's like cuckoo or she's just efficient and truly believes in the mission statement. Yeah, I could go either way. Yeah, it's just interesting. When he was like, I have a rape fantasy, and she's like, sure, I'll go get a dress. I was like, baby girl, what are you doing? <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. That, that that was very interesting to me, that she not only assumed that he meant her and would require that of her, but she was 100% willing 100% to do it. In. Mm-hmm. She was in. Like, I think that's why. I think she likes him, or she likes the power, or she wants to mm-hmm. be second in command in a bunch of ways. And it's less about, like, she actually thinks... He wants that from her and more just she wants it, so she assumed. Yeah, just very willing to, to jump fill into that role, if you will. Yeah, to be able to provide anything he needs so that she uh-huh. can continue to move her way up the ladder. I also like that she has somehow been partnered with this blithering moron. <laughs> like, wh- where have I what? seen that guy before? Also? Oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, did you watch that Timeless show? No. Oh, he was on that. Oh, gosh. Well, I was honestly surprised that in that scene in Hairstar's office with. The tarp no, on means the floor. Yes. I was oh, no sorry, before that. <laughs> I was honestly surprised that um, our our main girl didn't just turn around and shoot that guy in the face. I legit thought she'd fix the gun and shoot Hoover and move on. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was real, but she apparently no used that time to get what she wanted and protect her partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is like admirable, I guess. But that guy's a walking like fuck up. Well, I wonder. I'm. I was wondering if if. She might just be keeping him around to do the the grunt work and then eventually throw him under the bus. I mean, that feels right. Mm-hmm. That feels right. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it was that guy. Oh, he seems nice, though. I just, I love that he accidentally hired three male prostitutes. Oh, I like, know. <laughs> what are you doing, man? You should have given more specific directions. Yeah. He, was, he was non-specific about gender. He wasn't, which, I mean, in mostly that's awesome, but like in very specific situations... Probably you should be specific about gender. Well, I have to believe that he was at least okay with that because he didn't kill them. Oh, yeah. And he's just yeah, like, eh, I feel like this he is was like, now. I mean, it's still sex and it's still, I mean, he probably got what he needed from it. Mm-hmm. It's just not what he thought he wanted. But, yeah. you know, whatever. That's fine, too. Yeah. Because when he's saying, I have a rape fantasy, he didn't specify that he wanted to be the rapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all assumed based on every other aspect of his entire personality. Can we talk about the butter scene? That was so weird. Oh, that was real weird. I thought it was going to a really bad place, and I'm sure it was. Thank God he got called away. Mm-hmm. Though they sort of, they did establish by the fact that she 
went along with what he said that maybe anything that happened would have been at least nominally consensual but like i'm grossing myself no, out as i, I say feel it. like she went along because she's a good daughter and probably has been pimped out by her horrifying father before and i'm not entirely sure she would have wanted whatever was coming next but she was just being a good southern daughter mm-hmm. maybe i just yeah. I just, I, Why I, the butter? Well, no, I, I mean, I get to the point where he says, take your shirt off. And I'm like, we are in a public place. Yeah, I think I'd be like, mm, this no. is the first date. No, thanks. Because, mm-hmm. like, if if we were in a, a private area where we were about to have sex and he was like, put this butter under your chin, I could be like, all right. All yeah, right, like, weirdo, let's see what let's happens Let's see next. what happens next. But I, I, I couldn't do the take your shirt off. Like, this random weirdo guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. The way that she talked with him about his job, at first I was like, oh, so she's in it for the power. Because she keeps asking him about what he does. My daddy says, you're a very important guy. But then she tells that story about how the best part of her life was helping this disabled boy. And I'm like, oh, so she's not a horrible person. She's just real dumb. Uh-huh. No, I think she's just really stupid. <laughs> and her star is just like, no, that that's dumb. You made a kid smile. Who cares? Because I honestly, when she's telling that story, I thought it was going to end with, and then I murdered that child. I, oh, I was like, either she's going to have killed that boy and learn something about herself from it, or he is going to pop a cap in her head. He is going to blow her head off. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking maybe this is actually going to be not necessarily a love match, but um, like two people who share a common interest. Uh-huh. She's going to say, and then I met this boy, <laughs> and I made him smile, and then I gave him candy, and it and was poisoned. And he died. And and I've never felt better. That was the piece of me that I needed. I was not expecting that at all from it. I feel like we've established that we are sociopaths. Yeah, you are not. Okay. High five, listeners. (laughs) Great. So we're high functioning sociopaths. We're just alone about it. And I'm alone in a room with you too. Sociopath does not mean murdery. No, most sociopaths grow up to be CEOs. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Which explains so much. So much. Uh, What Um, else happens in this episode? I think that was... That's basically basically it. I mean, Dennis is definitely a vampire now. Oh, he is off his rocker. Mm -hmm. No, I think he's just happy. Yeah, well, he needs to turn that music down. Oh, my God. Well, I was getting so nervous, and I'm like, is the cleaner here to kill us all? Is the guy outside? That cleaner was acting really creepy. I'm kind of with Tulip for shooting him. (laughs) Yeah. And I I doubt your ability to clean up that much blood with a sponge. I'm like, I feel like you need something with bristles. Oh, I know. Or like, at least a bigger sponge. That was a very small sponge. Dude, there was- You're both so weird. There was a lot of blood. That was so much blood. The sponge in the water loosens it, and that was a humongous sponge. Did we watch the same show? It was. You guys are what professional like crime scene cleanup now? Look, yes. I'm not saying I've scooped up a lot of blood or anything, but. <laughs> okay, now we're afraid to be in Ladles a fucking room with you. Ladles. <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's hop over to Winona, and everything's weird, and I really enjoyed this episode. Oh man, though uh, I feel like we should say first off regarding last week's bet that you guys pushed on this one because you were both wrong. I honestly don't even remember what we bet. Yeah. Oh, uh, who so Waverly awkward. was marrying. Oh, yeah. Oh, the dollar. Oh, it's a push. Yeah. yeah you're both wrong. It was that no. guy who was in one episode and tried to is... date fucking Winona. Winona. That yeah. was weird. Yeah. He's like, oh. I mean, thank he's God random. it wasn't champ. He yeah. was cute. I liked him. Yeah. He, he seemed nice enough. So, summary. Uh, Winona disappears, and we are in an alt reality where... She never came Try back. Try that again, please, and use the full word. That was We are in a magically altered reality Thank you. where uh, she never came back, and the town has gone on without her. And, and apparently everything man. went to shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's real bad. Doc oh, is God. like the gangster boss. Yeah, he took over the Herb Homestead and uh, runs drugs out of it. Yeah, he's at Rosita chained up in a barn. Yeah. Um, Dolls is awful. Jeremy's basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy really didn't change um, He's doing all right. Nicole is the same, just like pining over Waverly. Yeah, super piney. Who's basically the same, wants, you know, to get out and go to college and yeah. think she likes men. <laughs> yeah. Men it, only, that lasted I for guess a while. I should say. Mm-hmm. And though I like the she like called him, he like called her and they're in the middle of fighting. She's like, Oh, I'm busy, I'm in a bar and there's a thing and also I'm gay. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was like, oh, really cute. And yeah, that was that was mostly the Man, episode. I just 
I was I think the most upsetting thing for me was who Doc is in this oh this yeah. weird version of reality. Well, it's like I don't actually believe it's Winona. I think that Winona opened a group of people to Doc. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. the group of people made him better. I, I think don't it's think a whole friend yeah. support. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think like he's like oh without Winona, look what I turned. I'm like no fucker without Waverly, look who you yeah without into. dolls without yeah. dolls, making sure you stay on like straight and narrow. Look who you turned into yeah sure like winona gave you that group of people or gave you access to them but winona's not that great a person she's a dirtbag just yeah. like you she's mm-hmm. she's the linchpin to the group because she's what brings everybody together but yeah yeah it's not just the love of a good woman <laughs> no well and i actually didn't get that part from it i didn't get it oh because she's gone and she didn't love me because like she that never happened between them yeah out loud or whatever i just got annoyed that he didn't appreciate everyone else Though yeah. I loved him trying to like get dolls to remember they were besties. Yeah, he calls him. Does he call him a lizard man? Ex- well, he calls him Xavier, which was like mm-hmm. the first step, and then he's like, "You and your lizard, whatever." And yeah, then and dolls is like, like I'm what? "What now? You're a lizard?" Yeah. yeah, and then he was so upset because he shot dolls because dolls should have been wearing a vest. Oh, I know that was weird. What are you doing, dolls? And then dolls shot him. It's yeah. not okay. And, and then, then everyone's, everybody's dead. dead. Bummer. I like that Jeremy, Waverly, and Nicole got to save the day. Yeah, that was cool. That was awesome. And the um, freaking wives. Oh, man, they're creepy. I hate them. Yeah, At that's... least the one is still like a functional thing. The other yeah. one is off her Like her really. head is like leaking macaroni and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's her brain, but I don't remember when she got clocked. Yeah. But also, blah. It's gross. So gross. It's real gross. Well, it also, it's not the best prosthetic. Like, it it looks like a piece of plastic they stuck on uh-huh. her hair. Yeah. Well, it's still gross. I don't like it. Um. Oh, and right as Dolls dies, like, he remembers. He says Winona's like, name. Oh, no. It's too much. Buddy, too much. Buddy, now you're dead. Oh, and they, they bring Bobo back, and he's in a loony bin. Yeah. Man, that guy is great. I love watching him. I like when he escaped and stole clothing from other people. Yeah, and he's like snapping at people <laughs> with his <laughs> give me your tassels. <laughs> and you, you lady, give me your fur coat. Yeah, uh, I need something with a big ruff on. He it. is not Bobo without a giant fucking. Oh fur no, coat. seriously, it's true. Though no joke, a bunch of the coats in this show I'm super into, and I am not normally into giant coats with fur pieces. <laughs> but like whatever coat Winona was wearing when she came back with like the weird sheep hair on it, I want one. Mm, nice. I don't know who I am, but I, we have to move to Montana. No, that no, no that's never uh, the answer. I, no, I feel like coat of the it, week no still star. has to go to Daenerys Targaryen with her white coat. Oh, oh man, my God, yeah. that coat looks so amazing, great. and I want to steal it. Okay, can we please just talk about Game of Thrones now? <laughs> and the Targaryen Winterline. Yes. Is that great tweet no, about like no. who is the tailor hanging out in uh, Dragonstone yeah. making her outfits? I was like, I don't care, but they're great. Yeah. Like she brought a tailor with her from Bravos. Oh, you know she did. Yeah. Or wherever. Sorry, she didn't come from Bravos. Terrible. Um, and so we have them invade the Erp compound. Watching Nicole be a fucking badass. Yeah, that was, was great. Awesome. She was getting shit done. Awesome. I was right with Waverly when she was like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh Bobo tells them they have to go dig up her dead hamster. Pikachu. Yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> Um, I do appreciate that um, the stone witch didn't get what she wanted anyway. That her sister was dead regardless. Mm-hmm. Just because it kind of proves like it wasn't Winona's fault. Your sister probably was just meant to die at that point, And she would have done it no matter what reality you're in. Yeah. yeah. Also, she lost an eye and is like living in garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what you get. That is what you get. Well, also, she's now stuck in 10 years. Something's coming for her for a wish that didn't even work out. Also, 10 years isn't enough time, kids. If you're going to make some sort of pact over your soul, you better get a fucking eternity. Yeah, or like... At least the, the rest of your natural life, like 60 40, years. 45 years, at least. No. No. You want my soul to burn in hell for eternity? I'd like an eternity first. Do you know how eternity works? Yeah. <laughs> there are multiple like eternities. Two eternities, please. I am a doctor of science and Oh, time. my God! So, yes. Jeez. I know how eternity Okay, works. so... <laughs> Did you get a degree at TARDIS University? Yeah, my name is Dr. Monica Science Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that broke my brain. Okay, uh, so they, they figure out the only way to escape this is by blowing up everything. Mm-hmm. And 
They blew everything up. It worked. And I really loved how they all looked post- uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were fucked up. Oh, and before they blew up the bomb, we had makeouts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jeremy's like, like really? Now is all the time. No makeouts for Jeremy. He's Sad had sex day. one and a half times. It one counts. and a half! I, yeah. That's... I would like to know the story of the half, but it's not my business. But also, you should tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Jeremy. Dear Jeremy. If you would like us to tell the story of your sexual conquest. <laughs> or half of it. Anyway. Half of it. And yeah, they put everything back to rights. Why not? Winona wakes up in a field somewhere. Yeah, that was weird. She's still wearing like latex pants because she's Winona. Because <laughs> she's Winona. Yeah, and uh, then she sees the two witches escorting Bobo. Yeah. And... So whatever it was that brought her back and dumped her in that field knew she had to be in that field because she got to be there right as they're walking by. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that she still had her gun. Which yes. Was nice. Yeah. So she finds that the third seal has been broken. Something nasty is coming. Oh yeah, uh, what's his face? I assume is is him. Opens his eyeballs in his little thing casket tomb. Did you hit your head? I, <laughs> look, like, I stared at the sun before. too long today. Oh my god, it was I, real I bad. feel like honestly, you're not supposed to stare directly at the sun. That was very clear on a lot of websites. I know it's awkward. I feel like there might be some sort of gas leak in this garage, and we we're all being slowly poisoned. It could be, and that's why that's we pretty sound so fucking dumb. dark. <laughs> it's also, fine. someone cracked the fucking door. No, don't, don't worry about it. Just just breathe deeply. It's fine. Oh, and uh, she goes into labor. Hooray. Oh, no. Baby time. That's right. Now is not the time, oh. tiny erp. We've raised a demon. Uh, and he and... thinks he's funny. Mm. What? What? No, because say... this is the worst time for him to be born, and as an erp, he likes to be contrary. Oh, okay. Sorry that. Yeah, I got All you. All right, well, it made sense to me. Uh-huh. Um, it but... makes sense, though, because she's going to be not pregnant by the time season three shows up, so we got to... You know, wrap this storyline up. Get that baby out of yeah. her. Get mm-hmm. it out and uh, just throw it at some firefighters. Feel here, take care of this. Those firefighters cannot raise a baby, dude. You know, like every weekend they're going to dress it up in a tiny little baby uh, plague monk outfit, <laughs> and it's going to be so ridiculous. <laughs> on the cute. weekdays when they're firefighters, they're going to put it in a Dalmatian costume, <laughs> and on the weekends, plague monk. Nice, yeah. I'm, that kid's going to have a weird fucking yeah. life. Really, what they should do is they should like adopt that baby out to somebody. To like grow up on the west coast, or that would something. probably be the same. Well, that's the thing Canada. is that um, either Winona keeps the baby and raises it herself because she and her team can protect it. Except, or we're just gonna have an entire season of the baby like, getting kidnapped. Or if we're talking safety matters, <sighs> you give it to a complete stranger with no ties to you. Yeah, and you just never see the baby again. Yeah, they that's, should do that. that one. Those are yeah, the because then we don't have the baby on the show too, and that's way nicer. Because I feel like a lot of times they give the baby to like a person that they know, and yeah, then and then it's too th- easy th- to then track it's traced back. back to you. Yeah, exactly. And you got to go blind adoption mm-hmm. through the courts. Yeah, no records, no paper trail. I don't know. Yeah. Or Jeremy's there, fake like birth papers, and just hand it off to somebody you don't know. Have Jeremy do it, and then wipe his mind with magic. Someone we know that's has magic. Not cool. He would he have to volunteer. agree to it first. Okay. Yeah, I guess Dumb. if he volunteered for it. He would do it. And you're it. very careful. Just get dolls or doctor ask Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lol, Jeremy. Jeremy's fantasies are our, our fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeremy is quite literally a stand-in for the audience in certain aspects. It's true. Oh, man. Uh, good joke for me. Um, I'll tell you anyway. Uh, you might say he really likes RPGs because he likes D&D. Doc and dolls, D&D. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. You that's look, consummate nerd. That's very niche. You're off the show. Oh, damn. Off the show. This is the Beatrice and Monica TV hour. You're off the show. We're going to talk all about butts all the time. <laughs> all butts all the time. Butts on TV. All butts ranked one to a hundred. Oh, man. Top five. Nightwing. No, mm-hmm. on TV. I don't care. Idiot. Still top five. You know who has a good butt? Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Bakula's got a pretty nice derriere. He's old now, though. Mm. Blech. Monica's still into it. Maybe yeah. like old he nightwing. and like Bruce Willis were my formative sexual education, so fine with it. Um, I feel like Richard Dean Anderson could still get it. Yes, not in the MacGyver hair. No, no. what? That's the best thing. No, about Richard him. Dean Anderson from Stargate could get it. Look, mm-hmm. you know it's great having a party in the front. No, no, <laughs> no, that was, no, that's not great. That's never mind. Anyway, let's Can move you on to defenders. <laughs> that would be pretty delightful. Oh my god! It's like '90s floppy bangs in the front, buzz cut in the back. Yes. Oh my god! Wait, that's what Bobo has. Yeah, the hipster <laughs> cut. The hipster cut is a backwards 
mullet. <gasps> you guys, the code. <laughs> we just came up with a thing. Oh my god, uh, the Excellent. 80s really are coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's uh, jump into. Oh, I, first... I'd, I'd rather talk about action stars from the eighties. <laughs> no, we're it. talking about the defenders. defenders. Can I just tap out? Because Danny Rand's back. Woo! I'm gonna say right here at the beginning. I don't like this show. I am not having a good time. How far have you seen? I've only like seen the- six episodes. Oh, okay, I've only seen the first one. I enjoyed this it well one enough so far. Is like we fucking marathoned half the show, mm-hmm. more than half the show, mm-hmm. and I just I I'm not having a good time. Oh, that's too bad. I was excited because team up, yay! Mm-hmm. But like, also, there's too much Danny. There's too much Danny, and like Matt is Matt, and there's not enough Jessica. Boo. Well. I'm still excited for the rest That's of fine. it. That's fine. I'm, I'm not going to let you kill my joy. Why don't you two talk about it and I'll just sit here not being happy. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like so. the opening for it where it's uh, their faces like overlaid on the New York map. I liked that too. Oh, looked cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't um, watch it. Jesus. You only had six opportunities. I was on Tumblr. My God. Um, one thing I really liked that I wasn't expecting with this is like all of the secondary characters are showing up in it. Like, I, I didn't really think, like, Trish or Malcolm or... Really? Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be... And I, I guess it makes sense, especially in episode one, because you have to lead in from the end of each of the other seasons of stuff mm-hmm. uh, to get people together. So more secondary would make sense. But And I, I'm going to blame the Avengers, because you really didn't get any of the individual movie secondary yeah. people in it no you're not yeah well also i think you're looking at it from a movie standpoint where they only have two to two and a half yeah hours they have a lot more time done. to build in right stuff. so this is eight full episodes and they're full ep- they're hour-long episodes because mm-hmm. it's netflix and so i think that's why we get to have the background characters we get to have them be a part of everything like well okay spoilers but there's a scene where like all the background characters are in a room together oh nice it that's was fun. really nice just like seeing each other and meeting each other and going who's that blah 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 mm-hmm. and that was super fun Cool. Yeah. So, All right. Do you want to? Sorry. Do you want to summarize this first episode for us? Uh, so really, this is just a laying the groundwork episode. Um, we see uh, Jessica is still very not into being Jessica. Yeah, Jones. she's kind of a post Kilgrave, just taking a moment, having a lot of drinks. Mm-hmm. It's been quite a moment and quite yeah. a few drinks. <laughs> uh, Luke gets out of jail, goes back to Harlem. I love the moment where he just like. Breaks his oh own yeah, he's case. like I don't it's have very time much, for your I could have left it any oh, yeah. time. Like I was mm-hmm. here to do my yeah, the civic like, duty. Oh. Yeah, I like, like that. anytime you put somebody on the Avengers or on the Justice League or something in prison, they are there because they're respecting the law. Yeah, and because they're they fine guilt. with it. Mm-hmm. And they feel like this is what they deserve. Mm-hmm. They are they're they're not there against their will. No. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, they can leave at any time. And um. Who else? Matt is only practicing law right now. He's hung up his daredevilness. I mean, no joke without the daredevil part. He's a pretty good lawyer. Dude, I that really like that first awesome. lawyer scene because it was very like flipping the hallway scene, which Daredevil is yes. known for when it was just one very long shot that kept swooping around and it was mm-hmm. a delight to watch. Yeah. It was a good it was a good connection to he's really good in the hallway scenes and stuff, but also we didn't show you, but he's also a very yeah. good lawyer. And that was one of the complaints I had about Daredevil was not enough lawyer. Yeah, like that's half of his life basically yeah. and they they weren't showing it enough i want to see matthew murdoch attorney at law yeah well and then i really liked the scene that he had with his uh, with his client about how yeah this this money is going to be really nice for, for your, your parents, parents but it's not going to change anything for you and yeah. for you it's only ever going to get harder and so to see some the two people coping with their with their disabilities in different kinds of ways but connecting over it in like a, a mentor mentee way was really nice yeah. to see from that mm-hmm. well and i like too that because matt has a disability and also like he was a hero and he knows what true violence and all that stuff is and he carries mm-hmm. around i just like that he wasn't condescending about it it wasn't a conversation about like an uplifting conversation yeah. with a hero who has all of their things yeah. and are like, more it's going to get better. Chin up kid. Exactly. Yeah. It was literally like your life sucks. You may or may not walk again, but, and you're covered in rage. Eventually you're going to fight your way out of it. And you just have to keep thinking about that. Yeah. And yeah, I that like was pretty that because I think it's a lot easier to get to somebody to like, cause he was also a teenager and they're notoriously dick holy. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. like, I just really like that moment. It was also a good sign of like, Matt is a good person and he does want to help and he is just as fucked up as everybody else even mm-hmm. though he pretends like he's not all the time. God, I hate him so much. 
Um, oh, so, we get, uh, so we get reintroduced to um, Danny and Colleen, who are somewhere in a gutter. Cambodia. In Cambodia. Yeah. Um, and they are fighting a mysterious woman who is definitely Electra. Definitely Electra. Sorry, Kenneth. It's Electra. What? <laughs> I am shocked. Shocked. Yeah. Um, they're they're doing hand stuff. They Which, have super shitty quick cut scenes because and it can't was fight so still. dark. It was so dark. We yeah. couldn't. Fucking I had to make her turn anything. the lights off. Yeah, we had to turn all the lights off in the house because like we couldn't fucking see anything because that dude is not good at kung fu. Yeah, they they really should have hardcore trained him between Iron Fist and uh this show. Who are I, we? Who are I, we fighting with? Where? Oh, you were telling Dave that like Dave had said. Oh, we should give him a pass because he only got three weeks of training. And then she pointed out that Maria Hill, like Colby Smulders, when she was hired to be Maria Hill, the studio wouldn't pay for her to go to superhero boot camp because she wasn't a superhero. So she paid for herself to go mm-hmm. because she wanted to look right in the part. And granted, he only had three weeks, but, you know. I'm not going to give him a pass for that, though, because they hired him for that. Hire someone better. That's true. Yeah. I don't give a shit. No, no. I was saying he that if been... I was the actor and they said, we want you to be a kung fu like martial artist superstar and I have no training in that. I'm like, you got to give me more than three weeks. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you're going to hire me, I'm going to need I want to do the thing and I want to be Danny Rand, but like push out the date for yeah. me because either, you took too long to hire me. Yeah. As, as part of the negotiations, either we, we push the, the release date out four months so I can get trained you or you just got to hire somebody else. You hire the drunken ninja master who oh, was man. awesome. He was great. And then he's Danny Rand and then everything is yeah, better. Yeah, because it's doable because Keanu Reeves looked delightful Amazing. as uh, in Neo in the Yeah, he, he like... Proved that anybody could be a ninja star. (laughs) And there were not a lot of really quick cuts in that film, from what I remember. It's been a while. But they, I think he had six months of pretty intensive training for it. So yeah, three weeks is not long, and you can do what you can. But I don't know, man. The show, I think it's just disrespectful for the viewers as well. Not Mm -hmm. only for that poor guy Finn, whatever his name is, but also Uh, for us, Finn Jones. Man, I and I. I, the more I watch him, the more I just don't. Oh yeah, he I just don't any, care. he's got no charisma. There's no charisma, no gravitas, and he's like this ancient. We talked about this when we covered yeah. this, but it's all the same problems. And he hasn't gotten any better. He's still a child. He still reacts emotionally, and he's still disrespectful to everybody else in his life. Mm-hmm. I will say that there's there's a, a big fight scene coming up. It's the one you see the most in the trailers when they fight in the hallway. Mm. And I that do good. I do feel like they put. They, they leaned the hardest on that fight. And so Danny in that fight was much better. Oh, good. So okay. I will say that there is a fight scene coming up that he does really well. In. I think that he was better in that because there were other things for the camera to look at. And so I think it was because it was less of a focus on him. He could master what was required. But there mm-hmm. were still a lot of quick cuts on his stuff. Whereas like Luke's fighting and even Jessica's fighting wasn't that many quick cuts. And you know, Matt, I mean, Charlie Cox has it down. He yeah. got the time oh, he's to great. learn. Yeah, yeah he's he amazing. does real well. And like even just watching him, he has a really weird fight in a, an episode in like an alley or something. And that like, it's just a alley fight with a bunch of idiots. Mm-hmm. Even that fight is better than any fight in all of Iron Fist. And yeah. he's not even in the suit. He's just like street brawling. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Luke. So Luke gets out of jail. Sorry. He goes and uh, looks up Claire. They, and then they oh. fucking bone. Yeah. yeah. They, that guy is so hard bone on town. furniture. He is very My hard God. on furniture, but fine with it. Yeah. yeah. I'd buy a table every she's day. Like, she's <laughs> like, yeah, that, that table gave its life for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> and then Misty shows up. Ah, boom. And wasn't weird or awkward about yeah, it. No. I like that so she much. Was, yeah, I feel like the, the look was, yeah, if that was my boyfriend, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Missy's like, been there, done that, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm going to borrow him, but I'll bring it back, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I like that they have, they seem to have a good relationship. There's no weirdness. Claire knows probably what went down between them. And yeah. I just like that, I appreciate the writers for not making it some like girl fight over this yeah. boy. Like, yeah, that's One, nice. Claire deserves better, and two, Missy deserves better. Yeah, that's dumb. We don't we don't need to have them tussling over some dude. Even women tussling over dudes. Even mm-hmm. as even one as pretty as Luke Cage. I mean, damn. Because now there's a third woman. Yeah. Oh, Lucas. <laughs> that's good for him. Um. Uh, so yeah. Those so so he and Misty go to look at that burned out car. Yeah. Find out it's uh, been happening pretty often. Mm-hmm. And wow. she asks him to, hey, you know, maybe just yeah, kind of someone's go recruiting talk to this kids. Guy. Yeah. And making them do stuff. So Luke's like, wait. They're killing kids in Harlem. I'm there. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Dude, 100%. I love how everyone in Harlem looks at him now. It's just like, dude, you rock. It's you. 
Thank you. You know, he's asking those kids, hey, does blah, blah live here? And like, who wants to know? And he takes the the hood off. He's like, two floors up. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I also really appreciated, I noticed that the scenes were shot to match their show when it was them by themselves. Like all of the Luke Cage stuff was very Luke Cage show where the, the good music and the warmer tones and most of it was in the daylight. And Jessica's was like filtered down a little, so it was yeah. like faded the way hers was, mm-hmm. and it was all blacks and grays and whites and stuff. And I liked, and Matt's was reds and dark, yeah. and, and I don't give a shit it's about a the Danny parts because I don't care. in the middle of the day, it's still somehow very somehow murky. dark and red. <laughs> I just really like that that when they're separate, it's like you get the vibe of their show yeah. because it's who they are as a person. And so when they eventually get together, I can't wait to see. Yeah. I'm curious to see how, like. how the show handles them at that point. You know, how do you merge all of those different things together? Yeah. It's a real weird soundtrack. It'll be fine. It was just so nice to, for them to remember mostly like the Luke Cage and Jessica Jones feel. Cause mm-hmm. I, no joke was a little worried to get wrapped up in daredevil. Yeah, I do. I really like, um, just seeing Luke go around his neighborhood and just like uh, check back in. Well, yeah, and then how everyone respects how they're all a little bit in awe of him. It um it reminds me that a lot of stuff in the comics, especially in um, Bendis's New Avengers run, you get a lot of parallels drawn between Luke and Captain America, mm-hmm. and how even in the superhero community, everyone is a little in awe of Captain America that he's he's larger than life and oh, he's yeah. what everybody wants to be, and you get that a lot from people in Luke's neighborhood. How about that's how they look at him the way that other people look at Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love getting to see a little bit of that yeah. here because even when Luke joins the Avengers, he never forgets about his neighborhood and the people that he always wants to look out for mm-hmm. the most. And I and I love that aspect of his character that he's like, yeah, if you need me to go up and fight aliens, I'll punch an alien in the face. But when I'm done, I'm coming right back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Um, yeah, I think my biggest complaint with this episode was both... Luke and then Jessica went into areas with very flickery lights, and my left eyeball kind of hurts. Um, <laughs> and so that this was. This is what you get for staring into the yeah, sun. That like was an a trial. Idiot child. Yeah. Look, I Did stacked... you just like cover your left eye and watch one eyed. I I was definitely like pirate watching it for a while. <laughs> oh, buddy. I look it. They, literally, fine. the entirety of the world said, "Do not look into the no, sun." No, but I stacked up like six layers of sunglasses. No, <laughs> not this. Okay. You could have bought a pair of sunglasses for like a dollar. I, dude, I could not find any of them. I waited too long. Yeah, we went out on Monday. We couldn't find any either. Yeah, Jess it was real and I. Dumb. Um, yeah. So it was weird that I, I was expecting everyone to meet in this episode, but I think in retrospect, I'm glad they didn't because it just gave everyone time to merge the storylines instead of having a weird right. like deus ex machina. They didn't force oh, it. There. Yeah, it's a good foundation episode. It's a good way of saying they're all doing their own thing and we promise you it'll be connected. Yeah. So I like that, you know, we, we have eight episodes instead of 13. So that's something to look forward to. And so this is probably going to be the most fillery episode, mm-hmm. but it's just because it's literally exposition, background, and foundation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we get to see some of the threads starting to come together with um, Foggy going to talk to Luke. At oh the my jail. god, Foggy lost himself some weight and cut his hair, and he's looking good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody sort of looking out for each other. Um, oh, uh, do we see? Is it? Do we see Matt go to lunch with Karen in this one? We do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're, was, they're sort nice of trying to, to mend yeah. fences. Talk a bit. She's so thirsty. I would like her to not be. He's a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. I guess. He's a giant whiner. I mean, that's true. That, I mean, Do you know that's... who's missing from the show? My boy, the Punisher. <laughs> Where's my man? Off yeah. somewhere punishing. Yeah, probably good. killing people. I'm fine with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. That's where he belongs. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so how does this one end? Uh, it ends with a giant earthquake type thing. Oh, yeah. Which... I assume the hand has some involvement in. No, New York. Gets no, definitely. Plenty it's a, of it's a big, regular, yeah. big old earthquake. Supernatural, right? yeah, like definitely for real earthquake. Thing went on forever. Yeah, later that was on, real bad. It's like the next episode. It's like someone says on the radio, it's like a four point six, and I like no, laughed. Come, I laughed get, out loud because I was like, "Get here. the fuck out of here, man!" <laughs> four point six. You don't even get out of bed. No, me. four point six. Like, oh, okay, and you move about your business. <laughs> You know I what? Could, <laughs> Have you actually, been here for any earthquakes yet? Um, what you, I don't think any in San Jose, but lots when I was in LA. I know there's a lot in LA. They don't really notice them because well, they because just happen all the time. Well, because California people don't give a fuck. I could no. definitely see the writers 
all being from not California and think that's this like what a 4.6 is. Yeah. <laughs> like 4.6 no. you probably wouldn't even wake up for. You no, wake up in no. the morning and they're like, oh, there was an earthquake overnight. And you're like, what? No, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was like, we haven't even talked about Sigourney Weaver yet. Oh, yeah. oh my God. How have we not talked oh about her? Oh my God, Sigourney Weaver. She's a delight. All of her stuff is on point. Like mm-hmm. she looks amazing. Her outfits are badass and very confusing. I really like them a lot. Um, and apparently she's in charge of everybody who's oh, evil. Dude, yeah. When she tells Gao, hey, uh, finish feeding the birds. And Gao's just like, yes, all right. I don't want to do this, but I will. <laughs> like, she's the boss of Madam Gao? Yeah. What? That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Though I'm a little, I mean, this show's got some white savior racism problems yeah. that they have like tripled down on that this like tall ass white lady is in charge of all these like people of color mm-hmm. evil people yeah I, i'm wondering if we're gonna get some sort of explanation for that like is she from ancient britannia or yeah, something like, is she a roman <laughs> like how is this a thing where she's in charge of all these people i'm crossing my fingers we're gonna get some sort of explanation yeah, i mean after danny rand i wouldn't hold my breath too much yeah. but oh. hopefully no but she's dying yeah apparently. she's dying of something some it's something bad because all of her organs are shutting down not yeah. like a couple like all of them yeah it's just weird though because so what do we think the hand is doing because we definitely know they can bring people back so is that what she's telling them to push forward with or we watched a well yeah yeah so, I mean, so you definitely answer know. this question okay yeah no? yeah we take the fifth for okay. your own protection yeah I would say, yeah, that's something that is definitely not it's explained on purpose. Yeah. yeah, it's a good question, though, because mm-hmm. straight up, they've been raising people from the dead for two years, two seasons, anyway. Yeah, we got to see in Daredevil when they had all those kids chained Strung up. Strung up in those cages, and they were making something. Yeah. And they brought Nabu back in that um, big, crazy-ass sarcophagus. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so I was we, I was watching this episode, and I was like, if she's in the hand, why does she give a shit if she's dying? Yeah, I wonder if um maybe it can't fix internal organs or something so she could get brought back but maybe. that would still be well like maybe she went too many times or something and mm. they just won't let her go oh, again. Af- after a while you, you get diminishing returns yeah like maybe this is her shortest life so far and like also maybe she got sick the fastest or something hmm. i mean i, I can see know. that okay interesting i liked the conversation about the island of manhattan because it felt i'm watching this and i'm like she keeps saying stuff that's very I've been around for a thousand years and uh, it's weird. And yeah. then she like, she, I think, didn't she say, I think we overpaid or did she say, I think they overpaid. I think they overpaid. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was like really interesting. Yeah. She's definitely dropping some hints that she's not in her. She's not actually in her fifties. Yeah. Maybe like 1550s. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Thanks. I'd like to be 1550 years old. That'd be crazy. I'm just saying the amount of technology change from 1,550 years ago to now, insane. I mean, really, if you sit around just the last 200 years or where most of it happened. That's true. It'd be boring. The other. Yeah. The rest of it, you're still just crapping in the woods. I did it. Wow. I'm so, so proud. I'm (laughs) saying. That was like a big deal Math on the fly. So, yeah. It was first Defenders episode. I liked it well enough. Um, Apparently, I have lots to look forward to. I'm just mad because I don't like Danny yeah. and Matt is tough for me. And uh, so yeah, I love Matt. For Jessica so and Luke to have to carry an entire show, anytime the other two show up, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Thank Christ Charlie Cox is a very pretty human person. I have a real problem. Anytime he puts his mask on, I just can't stop staring at his mouth. Because it's very sexy. Because It's a very <laughs> sexy mouth. He has a very red he, mouth. It's red and it's plush and like... You just want it's it to like do stuff to you. When he has his whole face exposed, I can like look at his eyes and his hair and stuff, and I'm not as distracted. But when he puts that dumb mask on, I just can't stop staring at his stupid mouth. That's pretty great. I have a real problem. No, it's a sexy mouth. <laughs> okay, well, on that note, uh, <laughs> we'll be back with more sexy mouths next week. And Title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we have season finale of Winona next week which is yeah. unfortunate yeah this guy in the middle of our living room goes this is the penultimate episode of Winona and then I kicked her into the sun <laughs> I love that it's word. true it's a it good is. word and I just think it's funny because I didn't know what it meant until the sixth Harry Potter book came out like I didn't know it was a word and I didn't know That's what great. it meant until all the articles were like the penultimate and I was like what the You're fuck like, is that and I had to like look it up nice Okay. It's like what was what was that word that Rucka used? That... Oh, um 
Oh God, it's something really hard to say, but it basically means like sexual proclivities. Oh, oh, um, prurient. Purient. No, it's P R U. Prurient. It's prurient. a hard one. Prurient, but it means like dirtiness, like, it's like dirty thoughts. Rural juror. Rural <laughs> Anyway, so we'll be back next week with um more Two of everything. More. Minus hero. Oh yeah, I think actually, what we have one more single, and then we're into the. Oh, should we just do, we should do three? That would make sense actually, because yeah. uh, breakouts yes, is yes. double break up, up, right? Break up, break okay. up, break up. my boyfriend. Oh, so yeah, uh, we're back with three EMH, uh, season finale of Winona, some more real weird creature, I assume, and yes. episode two of Defenders. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Same bad time, same pow channel. Bam pow. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.